Today's podcast <laughs> episode is sponsored by the Stoner Mom's Guide to a Safe and Plentiful Cannabis Grow. Check it out. How? How do they check it out? You know how you want to know how to check it out? Go to the stonermom.com forward slash grow. It's a beautiful book. Um, David designed it. And it's awesome. Yeah. Check it out. So the best part thing about this book is that it will tell you exactly step by step how to uh, set up your own grow space for a very plentiful um, cannabis grow for plentiful harvest time. Yeah. That's right. And then you're growing your own. And if you ever have been intimidated about wanting to check it out, this is why you want to read this book because we don't shove things down your throat that you gotta do. It's all about just the gentle way of approaching it and not being judged for it. Just do it. Just try it. Like how a mom would do it. Yeah. Like in a very uh, nurturing. Yeah. Good job. You did this kind of way. So check it out. So anyway, yeah. Check it out. Go to thestonermom.com forward slash grow. Recording, recording, our voices are recording. Is it recording? It's recording. What's up, podcast listeners? You're listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the stoner mom from thestonermom.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my awesome, wonderful, and beautiful co-host, Blavid. Am I beautiful? You're gorgeous. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. That's right. Happy Monday. Hi, guys. How are you doing, baby? I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We have a... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop Instagramming. Now. Do it. Stop it. Bye. Bye. Katja says bye, too. So last week, hey, we didn't come out with a podcast, but we treated you to Growcast number one. Let us know what you thought. Or don't. Or don't. Because I listened to it and I was like, this is whack. What? Oh, yeah. no. That's terrible. <laughs> it was a lot of, it was very first time podcasty. <laughs> you know? Okay, great. Lots of nonsense. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Um, all bad. right. Well, what? It's, it's Monday. We're yeah, here. I've got the cat in my lap. Um, what else? We're making stew, beef stew. I ate an edible, um, oh gosh, a good amount did. ago. So anytime now. Yeah. We've been eating and, and enjoying the 1906 chocolates, which are available here in Denver, Colorado. Right, babe? Yeah. And we love them because I hate I, edibles, but these I love. I need some stronger ones. Yeah, I bet. Well, can you just take like maybe eat two pieces of chocolate and something? Next time I, I will. I, next time I will. And when we do the aphrodisiac, I'll eat like eight. Oh my God, I hope so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Not that you need aphrodisiac. But won't that be like, let's well, see if I can overdose on aphrodisiac. In between, even in between the eating of the oysters and the uh, I am not eating oysters. That's not my thing. I know, it's gross. No, it's not gross. I don't want, do you like eating oysters? No, I don't. Okay. (laughs) I I hold response, uh, oysters responsible for the demise of my ex grandpa in law. Oh my, really? Yeah. I don't know what that means, but okay. Bad oysters. Killed the man? (laughs) 
I think so. Probably. It is my belief. I mean, that seems like a reasonable thing to assume. Okay, well, anyway, let's go straight on to Patreon Slayer's Corner. <laughs> Slayer! Slayer's Corner! That's a good song. I like it. Thank okay. You. All right. Hey, this is the time when we name all the people who I'm are Patreon members. I get to do it. You do it all the time. I don't want to do it. Um, we're going to name all the Slayers or my beautiful wife is today. And these are the people who get on Patreon and support our podcast. And our first goal is really to get enough money to buy acoustic tiles for our basement. So Wait. we don't have to hear <laughs> fucking motorcycles all day long. Wait, what? What are those? What will they look like? How will they work? Um, I've got a plan. Here's what I'm going to do. You ready to hear it? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to make hinges on the either side of this window and then they're going to open outward. And then when we're ready to podcast, they're going to close and they're going to have acoustic tiles on the back side. And then that will drastically reduce the noise that we hear from the outside world. Okay. So I got it all planned out in my brain. We just need the money. So continue to tell your friends to sign up to Patreon for Mom and Dad or Stone. <laughs> or just or about <laughs> new people that haven't. Go ahead. Do it. Okay. We'll name them. Let's hear their names. The names are written. Thank you to Chad and Terry, couple extraordinary of the goat milk dairy, all up in ya. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Catherine. Uh, Catherine spelled like me. That's right. Megan. Hi, mom of the Hi, mom podcast. Go check her out. She has a podcast. Um, Beth Ann, we love you. Thank you. Catherine. Hi, Katie. Good eye. <laughs> oh, yeah, eh? Hey, Katie, how you doing? And our alpha patron, Jody. Alpha slave, Jody. Jo- Jody's in the house. She has, what, can you describe her, um, what's her, her sword? Her jo- house sword. Oh, my God, Jody's? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Jody is, uh, I believe she's uh, in... The great state of Alaska. So, so I'm going to say that hers, like the hilt of her sword is a polar bear head. What do you think? I like that. Okay. A polar bear head. Okay. And then it's uh, very long and huge. She's like kind of Ned, got like Ned Stark kind of sword, like ice. Super big. Ice was super big. Yeah. Because, you know, you're in the north. You're like not like a pansy person who lives in the south. He could like slice somebody like eight feet away from him with that. He's chopped that Night's Watch dude's head off with one swift stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Gone. Thanks, Slayers. Anyway, that's you, Jody. You slay. And you slay. And you slay. (laughs) All right. So, what are you smoking on today? Today, I'm smoking East Coast Sour Diesel from. Joya. What a great dispensary that is. We checked them out today. <laughs> the other Excuse day. Excuse me. Yesterday. The other day. Yesterday. And that place is cool. It's very, uh, the lighting is cool and everything is very like George Jetson-y with the, um, you know, futuristic cabinets. It's a good one. It's I a future it. one and it's a good one stop shop. It's so and cool. And they know their, um, they know their, their customer. They do. They really, really do. Let me ask you a question. Which is Would you be opposed wise. to going up in there with me sometime again? Just to like as normal people and be like, hey. No. Let's do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll make it a day of it. We'll go see a movie and then we'll go there. That's our date. Sweet. So next is 
Media, media, media time. Let's talk about media. And this week we have something cool to talk about. Because we watched a brand new show on Netflix that you all have probably watched called Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Right, honey? Hello. Are you with me? I'm with you. It's that edible. It got to you. Um, so we watched Mind Hunter. It started off where I was like, I'm gonna watch Mind Hunter. And I watched it and I was like, We watch Mind Hunter, please. Okay. And then you kind of like kept it on as a background sound, right? Yes. And then it became a show that you watched and then you surpassed me and watched all of it and then were mocking me for not watching it all. I didn't mock you. I just (laughs) didn't let you watch with me. Remember when I was watching the last episode and you were like doing other shit and had your kids and we're kind of peeking in and I was like, get the fuck away from me. Excuse me. I like to watch shows without you sometimes. And then like, (laughs) so I can be ahead of you. And then when we watch it together, it's like, I know more than you because I'm above you. Not above you. Ah! Oh, I see you're turning your back on me now in the podcast. That's fine. I'm just, I feel, I feel like I'm being stared at too much. I'm tired of it. Turn around. Okay. Listen. So yeah, we watched Mindhunter. What did you think of Mindhunter in a nutshell? I liked Mindhunter. I did not like the first episode so much. Um, I kind of barely watched. Okay, anyway, Mindhunter was great. And you're right. It's just not unlike Game of Thrones. The first episode was hard to get past. Right? Yes. But once we got past it, well, I never have that problem because I can watch literally anything. And then, you know. What do we like about okay. it? What Here's what I liked about it. Okay. I liked that the main character becomes like. there. The reason why you hated the first episode, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, is because he's such a fucking straight laced robot and then by the end he's nuts he's saying things like oh yeah well they don't like the ed kemper's my friend well fuck them and i'm I'm gonna hang up my cards from ed kemper on my wall and i don't care what they think and then when he's like you got when he's in front of the people and they're interrogating him he's like did you you know you, what you're doing is really seriously gonna cripple your career oh yeah i don't give a shit he, and then he didn't say i don't give a shit but he was like i don't fucking care goodbye and then he gets on his plane, flies to see his girlfriend, Ed Kemper, <laughs> and then gets fucked up, right? I liked that. I liked the, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I liked the character. The thing I like the most about this <clears throat> is when these people have conversations, they sound like they're normal conversations. They don't sound like stupid conversations. The dialogue in the show? Yeah. Yes, I agree. They're very... Yeah, I kept commenting on that. Like, the dialogue was very realistic um, in so many different episodes and occasions um, with female and male actors. And oh, I yeah. like that a lot. And David Fincher did it. And David Fincher's amazing. He did Fight Club. He did a lot of different movies. He did Panic Room with Jodie oh Foster. God. That movie. It's pretty good. He's I, a, He's good. I like that movie. Me too. I like any movie with Jodie Foster. In it. I do too. Did you see Contact? Yeah. With Matthew McConaughey. I had to see that in high school. <clears throat> it was good too. By my perverted astronomy teacher. Ugh, barf, Mr. Barf Face. Isn't that who he was? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so I liked Mine Hunter. What was your favorite part of it? Um, my favorite part is um my favorite part is definitely the truth uh, to the story. Um, and so 
you guys know I'm like so into like true everything. So like history I'm very into and true crime I'm very into and um, profiling is something I've been interested in since I was a little kid. No kidding. Like not an exaggeration. Um, just based on the fucked up shit I would read <laughs> as a child in the fucking 80s and 90s. Um, so... I like that. I like that um, the characters are real and are all based on real people and real events that actually happened in said people's careers. Um, I think that's really cool. And then um, these uh, serial killers, all of these things that, that true crime people know, like just about like... I guess we just take it for granted and it's because um, of all of this very um, rudimentary looking uh, research that took place in the very beginning, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's the reason like uh, podcasts like My Favorite Murder that are just completely run by complete like, you know, like true crime, like amateurs, like fans you know what i mean like people that are interested not by experts by any means do you know what i mean yeah for sure um can get so popular is because of i mean we all know all of this information about people and psychology because of bad people in psychology because of these mother effers right talking to these sick bastards and it's like you're Somebody has to know about their life, you know, and it's like we don't really do that so much with um, spree killers. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and we obviously don't do that for a reason, but it's weird. It's a different time now. We don't have. Well, who knows? It seems like there's not like this big um, surge of serial killers like there was in like the 70s and 80s, you know? You know what I mean? I do, but I think there are. I just think they're not as reported as widely as they... Because it's like a... I think there's so, an overwhelming amount. Then they can't do them all. Do you think they got replaced with reporting <clears throat> on spree killers? With what? With reporting on spree killers. Yes. I do. That and terrorism. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, it... Um, because I think there's probably still some fucked up shit going on out there. But the, I think like what they want to tell, tell with us. With regards to like a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Like at all times, obviously. But I just mean like. I don't know. You don't hear of like Jeffrey Dahmer type level things. Yeah, or I think like you're right. John Wayne Gacy. Like, yeah. like when's the last time a white man in America had a base a fucking subterranean fucking tomb of fucking mummified boys. Yeah. Like so many. So When's the you, last time that happened? So are you saying you think they stamped that threat out to a certain degree? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm obviously stoned, but isn't that interesting? Like, it seems like that yeah. sort of crime has been replaced almost. Yeah. By the, like the guy who but like, has it been replaced in our culture as a whole or just in our media and or maybe what, has it is evolved and that's what they're doing now. Instead of fucking killing select people over a long course of time, maybe they're doing a mass killing, like 
Sandy Hook or the right. Aurora I, shooting I the theater. Oh, I can't. Okay, let's not talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Anxiety. Go watch Mindhunter. It's the, really good. And um, It's very good. And the last episode is the best. horrifying, um, Lee, embarrassing sex scenes that are gross. And yeah, there's some... We don't want to watch any of that. Yeah. Why? Why ruin a show? I don't know. It's so dumb. I don't know. We it is pretty dumb. It. Like it doesn't do anything to move the story forward. It doesn't. It you really can imply sex in all sorts of ways, and it just makes the show like, well, now I really can't watch this fucked up shit with my yeah. fucking you know fifteen year old. So thanks. So thanks. And it's like, why? It's stupid. It is stupid. Um. So really, no point to that. But everything else is good, and the music's pretty cool and funny. The music's and awesome. The last episode's really great. Oh my god. The last episode is really great. And to find out that that shit happened is even better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the thing I I like the most, I'm just going to say, first of all, spoiler alerts, because, yeah, we're talking about the whole show and what happened. But we always do that. The main guy, Holden, um, to watch his evolution, like I said earlier, is like, I think it's fascinating. And when he is like doing his he developed this, this whole method where he talks to the serial killers like he's a serial killer and he justifies everything they do like oh yeah she was pretty young and to get them to open yeah i mean like he says horrible things and i think that's one of the more shocking things implying like personal pedophilia yeah you know like it's gross super gross like, Just to get them talking. Like I said, if we didn't have them talking, we wouldn't know what we know. That's right. So, so his just the so means just gross. by the ends, right? <laughs> I mean, he does, and that's his whole deal. It's is like this is what I in do. the end. Yeah, yeah. he just wants to think like them and talk like them, and he does. Well, and you can only do that if you're like smarter and better than them, which I think he obviously felt that way for a lot the beginning of the series and then at the bit end of the season he's like he realizes yeah this is bad it's hard to do this because he even says like when he's talking to ed kemper at the end he's like because ed kemper asked him he's like do you you want to be an expert though don't you and he goes yeah i do but i'm not an expert now and i think that's why he gets up and freaks him out i don't think he had any intentions of killing him i think he was like this is what it's like to really be a crazy person i mean like do you understand I'm going to hug you now. <laughs> I think he wanted a spirit BFF. To be oh, honest. I think so. I think he did too. <laughs> but, you know, <clears throat> he okay. was on the fence. Anyway, okay, so that's media time. Bye. So what are we talking about today anyway? Dispensary 101. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take you back to you know, elementary BC school. Right. To BC. Times. We're writing on stone tablets. <laughs> we're going to teach you the basics, the I'm, fundamentals, I'm high. the essentials of what to do. When you go into an expenser, expensary, <laughs> when you're expensing everything, you're going to um, go into a dispensary and you're going to learn what to do, what to say, what to expect. You're going to be armed with knowledge and you're going to come out on top. Right, honey? <laughs> going to a ex- dis- expensary. expensary. 
going to an expensory. Let's talk about going to an expensory. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about going to a dispensary. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. And what to expect. Okay? Yes. So dispensary 101. First of all, we did recently film a video at a dispensary. Um, so look for that if it's out or not. It'll be out this week. Yeah, but maybe people are listening to this five years from now or a month from now. Or 10,000 years from now. On some... Oh. Oh. Is that an angry dog? Yes. Oh. Is he going to kill it? Ah! (laughs) Should I help him out? Yes. (laughs) All right, let's start off, honey. Dispensary types. Did you know in the sixth grade I performed a piano piece, an original piano composition entitled Canine Frolic? Canine Frolic. Guess I did. It's the name of my Flipboard magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you want to follow David on Flipboard. Canine Frolic. Canine Frolic. Go check it out. There's some good articles there. Okay, okay let, first of all, let's talk about, this is Dispensary 101, so let's talk about dispensary types. Okay, well, first of all, yes, um, and we can only talk about what we've experienced and we've only lived in this one little place in Colorado. Um, so, you know, which has the best rights and usage for marijuana in the entire United States. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I don't know. I guess so. But actually, wait, yes. (laughs) 1000%. Yeah. (laughs) So we have the, uh, we're the like test bed. We're the optimal situation. Yeah. So, you know, we have it dialed down. All those crap ones were bought out in the early days. and They're gone. You know? So anyway, in Colorado, there are two types. There's medical ones, right? Mm -hmm. And rec ones. Mm -hmm. And then there's places that sell both. What? Yes. Like a Joya. Well, yes. One location of a Joya's. Yes. So let's talk about med and rec. Okay. What's the diff? Well, why don't you explain? All right. Well... At a med place, you need a med card. And here's the thing. Oh, med just means medical. Medical. And it will say medical. I'm sorry we're saying med and rec and all that. But they kind of say that inside. So for a medical card, you need to actually apply for a med card and be on the Denver Marijuana Registry or the Colorado Marijuana Registry. You need to go see a doctor. You need to get a basically a prescription that's good for one year for you to purchase marijuana. Medically, oh, you got some poison gas. <laughs> Nothing will work. Don't. There you go. Thank you. Um, okay, so yes, you need to go see a doctor, a, a Dr. Groovy, and you need to get yourself a red card. The red card is good for one year. Um, now they've really streamlined the process. You can get it in three days. You go see the doctor three days later, you're downloading it from your email that you got that you're confirmed. Okay. Med dispensaries are for sick people. Okay. So when you go to a med dispensary, some med dispensaries are, um, there's a lottery in the morning and you have to get on the lottery list to see who's going to be chosen first to go in. But that's not the... That's not the common experience. No, not no. at all. I'm just giving you the worst case example. Okay. So basically all it really means is that you have a med card and you're allowed to buy more marijuana than most people. 
Okay. Yes. Um, I, so for, are, for instance, I have a med card. Mm-hmm. I can buy two ounces of marijuana per transaction at a dispensary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Per day. Kind of like getting cash out. Yeah. Kind of like getting cash out. And then also I'm allowed to grow up to 12 marijuana plants on my own to supply my condition that I need to grow marijuana. Wow. That's so much. That's, that's a awesome. lot of plants. So, um, you can get even more than that. I mean, there's some people it's like, you're only allowed to buy a pound of marijuana <laughs> per transaction. And that's why these meds, some of these med dispensaries have like lotteries in the morning. So, um, but most med dispensaries you go to are just like normal. The nice thing is, is like you, if you have a med card, you can be 18 is the beginning age limit for a med card. Plus you don't pay extremely high fees. You don't pay the taxes mm-hmm. um, as the rec people do. Okay. Yes. Um, let's talk about the type of people at medical oh, okay. dispensaries. These are normal people. They're normal, everyday people. When you hear words like lottery and stuff, I feel like you really automatically think of just like super Came sick people. But like yeah. um, <clears throat> at the average dispensary, it's just normal ass people, including the stoner mom. Um, and like there'll be um, weird young stoner people, you know, hippie looking people. And there will be all sorts of parent looking people and then all sorts of people like in their 50s and 60s and yeah just There's a wide range of people yeah from every kind of walk of life and every like yeah like nobody's like dressed a certain way like yeah. people are just normal ass people and that's kind of how colorado is that is in general to it be is. honest yeah <laughs> but yeah um what else that's it so the rec side of things. Okay, so rec is where we say hallelujah because um, you don't need a red card. You can just be a person and go on in there. You can be a visitor of Colorado, right? Yeah. Um, you just need to be 21. And you can't, or you can just be a person that lives here. Um, yeah, you just have to be 21 and you can go into any rec shop and buy marijuana legally. And smoke it in our beautiful state legally. Yeah. And you you can buy up to one ounce per transaction. I did not know that. Yeah. The, the rules have changed. So the rules for rec change weekly, essentially. Mm. Like the latest rule that was passed on the rec side, gummy edibles can no longer resemble, resemble like gummy bears. They have to be a different shape. They have to be square or something or round. They cannot be the shape of an animal. Because it's too much like a uh, children's kid, kid candy. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the rules change constantly, but the bottom line is all you need is a twenty uh, an ID to showing that you're over 21. You can be from any state, but you cannot come here without a license or some form of identification. identification. And not, you can't, you just won't be accepted at a rec place. You need to pay taxes. In Colorado. And they're 21.5%. What about if you're out of state? I think that's I think that's what it is. Is it higher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. There's an out-of-state tax as well. So, I mean, definitely be prepared for that. A lot of people are um, into the idea of, like, traveling to Colorado specifically because of this. And, yeah, you know, set money aside like you're going to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to cost you, but it's legal. 
Yay! You're buying something, and it's not crazy expensive. I mean, it's like, not. it's okay. It's just, but you know, keep that in mind. So anyway, there you go. That's the difference between med and rec. Oh, one other quick thing: hours. Um, the med dispensaries have to close by, uh, I think it's six forty-five p.m. Like a pharmacy. Yeah. No, and there's twenty-four hour pharmacies aren't there. Yeah, there are at the hospitals, like Walgreens and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, they have the med places have to close by six forty-five p.m. The um, rec places. It depends on the county. Uh, Colorado-wide, it's midnight. However, Denver just recently passed something that um, rec places can only stay open till 10 p.m. So there you go. There you go. Okay. There you go now. There you go now. So where are these dispensaries located, babe? Like what? Like are there designated areas for them? I don't know. I don't really go to that. I don't drive very much. I know you don't. So I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. They're located everywhere. They, they can be located... There's certain they could be located in the suburbs. They could be located straight up downtown. Yeah. They could be right off the highway. Yeah. I mean, they're everywhere. They're kind Strip of malls. Like every, they're like liquor stores. They're yes. kind of everywhere. It's not like this is Next only zoned for dispensary. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. The place we went to this weekend what? was connected to a noodles and company. Awesome. So there you go. Love it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, they're in, they're everywhere. Um, I think they're just, they have to adhere to the building codes of wherever they are. So if you're in a strip mall, you have to paint it the same color as every other business in that strip mall. Your sign has to be whatever. It's not some gross experience. It's not in the bad part of town. Mm -mm. They're everywhere now. (laughs) What to expect when you go to do a dispensary? When you get to a dispensary, babe, what do you, what's the first thing you have to do? You always check in. Yeah. Like when Which you say check in, what does that mean? That means giving your name and your ID, man. They check your ID and they sign you into like a system, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're behind, um, typically they're behind a desk or uh, sometimes they're behind a glass like a window. wall window. Yeah. With a little slit to slide your mm-hmm. stuff through. It all depends on what kind of dispensary you go to. But they're just there. They make sure that you're allowed to be in there. Yeah, for sure. So and, and and once you're in there, where you're supposed to go. Yep. Because yeah. There's a med side and a rec side sometimes. So you know. Yeah, pretty often. A, um, but you will usually have to wait, and sometimes you'll notice that a dispensary will be very uh, clinical, where the chairs will be very nondescript, and it's like uh, you sit there in a waiting room sometimes for a little bit. You never mm-hmm. wait very long. And other places will be like pretty plush and there'll be like couches and magazines where you're waiting. They try to make the experience really like a waiting area. Yeah. Almost more like I don't even know what. Okay, (laughs) so you checked into the dispensary. Uh, You might have to start thinking about payment because you don't want to go. You need to look around and see if there's like credit card symbols or if it says cash only. A lot of times they'll have an ATM right there too. Big old fat ATM with the word <laughs> ATM written over it. And that's where you get your cash. But figure out how you're going to pay first because you got to deal with that before you go in. Because the worst case scenario is you don't want to be in there and be like, I'll take this and this. Okay, that'll be $200. And you're like, oh, you don't take credit cards? Oh, you don't have cash? And then they have to wait while you run out and get cash. So, you know, be prepared there. Okay, when you walk into the area that you're going to be buying your marijuana from, you have to talk to a person behind a counter called a... Blood blender. A blood (laughs) blender. 
And let me let me tell you, they will blend your blood. I'm sorry, a bud tender. A bud tender. Think of the bud tender like a pharmacist, I guess, or a bartender. I don't know. Depends on what you want to think of. But basically, you can ask this person anything. Like, you can be like, don't... This is where you ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If you, For real. If you don't know what you want, ask questions. Okay, here's how you do it, you guys. You used to be like... And any bartender is going to be like, so... Like, they have questions to, like, figure out what you want and stuff. Um, but if they're just staring at you like an ass, you say... Hey, I have never been here before. Uh, what do you got? Yeah. Show me what you got. Show me your stuff. It's the bud tender's job. Yep. It's not your job. And they want to help you. They really do. They want to help you because they're not like, think of this is a new job that's been created where these people have to like answer questions, help people find what's going to help them feel better. And they're like, you know trying to come at it from a medicinal point of view. So mm-hmm. they're well informed and they've like got the experience of people buying this stuff. So if you go in and say, you know what? I really just, I'm a very stressed out person and I just want to relax sometimes. Um, but I'm very, very high strung. What do you recommend? They'll be like, well, why don't you try this? Yes. Um, so yeah, absolutely. They'll show you what, so like a menu of some sort. And I mean, it can be like, um, at the one we went to yesterday, it was on a laminated sheet that they had at each counter. Um, and so you would just read it there. There was the price, the name of the strain, um, what category it fell under at this particular place. And then also THC and CBD percentages. Um, yeah, other places, you know, I haven't been in a while, but in a lot of pla- in places there would just be like, a whiteboard or a chalkboard, you know, or other times there will just be <laughs> shelves and with marijuana on it and the marijuana is labeled. And so that's what they have like that day, like six big jars or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so it just depends. But uh, so they will show you what they have. I mean, what you get is obviously very dependent on what they have there. So you can research like strains and stuff online, but the place either has it or they don't, you know, they don't have everything. They don't, they won't. I mean, these are, this is marijuana, right? So it's grown, right? Like, um, so their menus are going to change all the time. Right. I will say this. Some places have their own grow on site and basically that's where they grow it on site. And you'll drive up and you'll park in the parking lot and you'll smell marijuana because behind the dispensary is, an indoor grow facility where they process it and make it sometimes, sometimes, but nine times out of 10, it's not that way at all. They grow off site somewhere and they bring it in. Right. Sure. Yeah. For, for real. Okay. So we I mean, co- a lot of like the big places have like more than one, um, retail shop. I mean, there are franchises now. And so they have like some big grow facility somewhere and you don't see that at all. And you can go, yeah, all over Denver. Yes. And and get their weed grown by that company or whatever. So that's that. Okay, the the next thing is, 
<clears throat> Ask questions. Okay. Packaging. Packaging. Um. So what are they going to do? Are they going to dump a big pile of marijuana in front of you? Into a baggie. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> they used to um, dump it like into the lid and hand it to you, the lid to you, and you like smell it and kind of shake the lid around a little bit. Um, and that's really nice. Um, a lot of times now in these modern places, everything is pre-packaged, but they still will have the marijuana, um, that particular strain, um, available for you to smell and like really look at closely. Um, so they'll narrow down what you want and then they'll pull it out. Kind of like, you know, when you want jewelry, um, yeah. like very expensive jewelry and you can only take one thing out of the case at a of time. The highest quality. <laughs> so, yeah. And so it's like that. And they'll take one bud out at a time. And the bud is literally in like a nice glass jar, like specifically for you to look at and you know, it's open and you can smell it and, and there's crystals on it. And the lighting is really pretty and like perfect. And yeah. So, so you'll look at it and you'll be like, I'll take that. And you're like, you just, just sniff it and pretend like you give a shit and be like, yeah. yeah. Um, I specifically picked the East coast sour diesel because it smelled so nice. It really? Was, yeah. It just smelled really light and happy. And I liked it a lot the way this it smelled. Um, well, that's cool. So the last thing you do after you buy your product is you get it and they might ask you to buy an exit bag. Now this is all due to the ever changing marijuana laws. Um, at one point you had right. to buy an exit bag from the place and sometimes they'll be like, it's $1 or it's $3. It was dumb. And it was a bag that would zipper shut. It was like a pouch made of the fabric and then it had a lock on it with a micro key <laughs> and they would give you the key and the locked bag and you would exit the dispensary with this locked bag of marijuana. The reason they did that was because you need to have it completely locked down if you're going to transport it back to your house because they want to eliminate the need for you to smoke it while you're on your way. So anyway, um, some places, I don't think they do that anymore because I haven't had to bring an exit bag for the last few times I've been to a place. They just give it to me in a paper bag that's stapled shut mm -hmm. with lock-proof containers inside. Yeah, the containers themselves are... Yeah. They're childproof. Like you have to push and turn and they're big. But um, I guess so what we're trying to say here is the worst case scenario is they might ask you to like, do you have an exit bag? If you don't know what that means, it may just say, no, no. I don't. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and then you'll have to, you'll be required to buy one. And it, nine times out of 10, it'll be a plastic bag with a weird plastic lock on it that you can take off easily. But, but I, if that happened to me nowadays, I'd be like. I guess I'm at the wrong one place. Dispensary. Bye. Yeah. Because our dispensary that we go to, Bonfire Cannabis Company, which we love and adore, um, they just, they put it in the bag and give you the bag. And it's awesome and easy and very convenient. So did 14er. So did the 14er. So did Joya. So did Joya. That's right. Joya did that today, too. I love all the packaging. Okay. Anyway, that's an exit bag. Now let's get to a new topic. How much does all this cost anyway? Let's talk about that. Okay. Daddy, okay, you're the money guy. I'm the money man, but Tell not me. really. Um, so here's the deal. So in Colorado, I'm not talking about Oregon or any of the other legal states. I'm talking about Colorado only. Okay. 
This is, and I'm going to give you prices for recreation, not medical. Medical is less. It just is. So the last thing I read was a report from Colorado in 2017 of the across the board average prices of different types of marijuana in Colorado. Okay. Okay. So um, according to that guide, which came out from the Colorado state government, a quarter cost you around $60 at a recreational dispensary. Wow. An ounce. That's you, come down. you can buy up to an ounce. That's the average price. 140 to 160 ounce. Okay. So you can buy an eighth, a quarter, a half. I think you can buy three quarters and then an ounce. Okay. Um, but typically people buy a quarter or an ounce. All right. Mm-hmm. And that's how much they cost. Now let's get into concentrates really quick. If you concentrates, you buy by the gram. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes. per gram, you can get now, mind you, a gram will last you a pretty decent amount of time if you're a normal smoker mm-hmm. or a beginner. Um, one gram can cost anywhere between sixty to eighty dollars per gram. Okay. Okay. That's a lot. It is a lot. Um, on the med side, we find it as low as $35 for really high quality stuff. Edibles are 15 to $25. Okay. Per 10 milligram dosage. So you might buy a bag of gummies and each dosage is 10 milligrams. That could cost you anywhere from 15 to 25 bucks. Okay. I don't know how much the chocolates are that we got. I have no idea how much those cost. I don't know how much edibles really cost, but I know that like it's sold by a 10 milligram dosage. So you might in- increments, right? So you can buy those Chibachus can go up to what? 50 milligrams or something. Anyway, that's how that works. So that's how much this stuff costs. Cool. Got it. Got it. Lastly. Yes. Hey, I bought my marijuana. Now what? Smoke it right inside. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. You fool. You can't open your marijuana bag that you just bought from the dispensary on the property of the marijuana dispensary. Get off off our property. (laughs) Don't open that here. And there. Go sit in your car and be like, oh my God, I just smoked. I mean, bought a bunch of weed. Yeah. Don't open it. Now what? Leave. Okay, get out where of there. Do, where do I go? If I'm you driving. if you want to look at your marijuana and you, I mean, technically, your the law says you need to keep that closed until go you home. get home. Okay, so our recommendation is to drive home. Don't open the bag. Drive all the way home and then open it up and look at it in the comfort and privacy of your marijuana consuming friendly home. Or place that you're staying or whatever whatever a domicile okay but you are that's where you're safe a hundred percent law covered (coughs) hotel room is fine there also are lounges here and there that are marijuana friendly um we can go to and they're trying to change the laws to make those more readily available okay Mm -hmm. but you should never consume in a motor vehicle it is illegal to drive and smoke marijuana okay and it is illegal for your passenger to smoke marijuana while you're driving. It is? Yep. I didn't know that. I looked it up today. That's very disappointing. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. What if your passenger is very anxiety ridden? 
when driving, being driven around. I hope you medicated them at home before you got in a car. Sometimes it's not enough. I know. Look, I'm just saying what the law says, okay, for now. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Um, I didn't write the laws. Anyway, sure? I swear. I thought I didn't. You were the I'm not one. Okay, if you don't have a consumption device like a pipe or a bong, get one at the head shop that uh, sells pipes or get one online. And guess what else? Some dispensaries sell them now. It's true. Like the one we went to, Ajoya. They had their whole, they had everything. They had vape pens, they had bongs, they had everything. Ajoya's whole thing was like they really wanted to be a one stop shop type of place for. People that are, that are like coming from out of town and are completely like you know new they don't to this. know yeah um and so they'd be able to leave and have something to smoke with or consume it somehow um but you guys it's as easy as going to a gas station buying yeah. from some fucking Swisher Sweets and rolling a blunt I mean it's not rocket science there are plenty of smoke shops that have been around since forever yeah full of all sorts tobacco of water pipes and shops. i'm talking about like smoke shops where it's like every type of cigarettes oh, yeah. and cigars and, and um rolling paper and papers and stuff like that so you have many and like places like that will have pipes nowadays so oh yeah um go check you can easily find something okay yeah Okay, um, if you are from out of state and you come to a legal state, the great state of Colorado. It is illegal. To cross county state lines with marijuana. Okay. So I guess you better get high here. Yeah. So what <laughs> the law states that if you come here and you buy a bunch of marijuana, you have to consume it in Colorado before you go home, you cannot take it with you. It is illegal. If you are flying on a plane and they catch you with it, they make you throw it away mm-hmm. right there before you can board the plane. You got to toss it. That's sad. Yeah. And if you are from another state and you have a red card or a med card and you come to Colorado, I am very sorry to tell you that we do not yet recognize interstate medical red cards they do not exist right now it doesn't like anywhere it doesn't help you yeah it doesn't do much for you so Mm -mm. so i'm just letting you know it says it's against the law to cross state lines with marijuana so this is just a really unique place in the country where you can come and legally smoke weed so do it do it and if you live here you guys man you got to be taking advantage of it we love it. Show the world. <laughs> Make it a better place. Yeah. I mean, we sound like pretty normal people, wouldn't you say? Mm. Maybe. Um, okay. So there you go. That's it. That's some 101. You got anything <laughs> else you want to add, my beautiful, sweet Wahini princess island lady? Man, you know, there was a time when I did go to dispensaries and they were so like male and not super like mom friendly. Yeah. Um, not in like some weird, like open way, but just like, Oh wow. I'm the only woman in here right now. And like, you'd only be allowed like one patient in at a time. And like, it'd, it'd be another guy, you know what I mean? And all the bed tenders would be guys or whatever. Um, 
And that's not the case anymore, I feel like. I that's feel like good. people are super, like, this is a customer service, you know, and people that are taking it on a higher end and, like, taking their customer experience very seriously. Like, there's not any sort of, like, feeling of, um, you know, like, going into a head shop and feeling like... Like, ugh. the lady who first greeted you at a joy at a checker ID was awesome. Yeah, it was like a... a a mom. A mom type of woman with a single streak of purple. Yeah, she was cool, man. She was cool. She was a little older than you, and she was like a normal lady who was super nice, and I just like that. Me too. Um, It made me feel like, and everything was open. There were no walls and stuff. I really liked that too. Okay, well, anyway, that's it. Thank you for that. what's going on okay there's a lot of excitement okay in the air air. um okay so first of all many of my plants in my greenhouse have started blooming and blossoming and every day they're getting bigger and fuller and happier they love fall they love it i think we got some real hearty good weed here i think i'm going to take one of these plants it's a mystery and i'm going to not tell you about it i'm going to dry it and cure it and hide it and then around Christmas, I'm going to bring it up and be like, here's some Christmas weed I grew for you. That's so sweet. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so anyway, that's what's going on there. We're getting close. I mean, it's just kind of waiting. I, I can tell you right now, I'm going to have some nice size buds, but they're not going to be super full, but they're going to be incredibly potent because I, I've checked out my trichomes and I have many trichomes. Like, <laughs> like they aren't the biggest buds on the planet, but they are covered with marijuana like i mean trichomes so i mean and that's what it's all about so i'm excited for this we're gonna harvest this stuff pretty soon here it's gonna be great the next thing that's going on are you ready for this i'm gonna tell you something let's hear it it's gonna blow your mind we are gonna work with a grow light company called black dog led and they're the best led lights there are in existence they are the best hands down Okay, it's one of those things like when you get into growing and you're like researching and you're like, oh, my God, I want to I think I want to do LED lights. I just want to just out of curiosity. I wonder what the best. What's what are the most I would ever have to pay for life? And then you go and you come across these people and everybody's like, it's the best. It's unbelievable. What? So they're a Colorado company and we've been talking and they're coming out with a kit that like is everything like the tent the stuff that you need, the lights, the timers, the grow pots, the trimmers, the jars to cure it in, a hygrometer, a pH pin, oscillating fans, everything. Hangers. Um, venting fan. Tie-dye flag? No tie-dye Bob flag. Marley no, poster? this is, No, because that is... Oh. 
outdated and oh. old thinking. Sorry, this is okay, the okay. future. I'm sorry. And then you have one LED light, one glorious, high-performing LED light that shines beautiful, amazing lights down on your two marijuana plants or three. And now you're growing two pounds of weed out of three plants because of this amazing light. And I am not kidding. Two pounds. So we're going to get that to we're going to film it. You're we're going to set some, it you're up. You're going to grow two pounds. I'm going to grow. I'm going to chronicle that it. Illegal. No, it's the number of plants. It's not the amount of weed. That's right. So I'm going to grow amazing plants with this black dog stuff. We're going to tell you people how you can get this kit if you think it's worthy because we're going to see it in real time. Do it. And you're going to be there with me doing it. And it's going to be awesome. Anyway, that's starting next week. And that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. That's it. do tonight uh, we're gonna go upstairs and i'm gonna finish making our stew i am gonna go upstairs and i'm gonna raid the kitchen for a snack because okay. i'm dying are you gonna munchies. play are you gonna play gta or anything okay okay but here's what i i want to play one round of titanfall when either before or after your gta experience i don't care when it's ladies first okay always acceptable and then after all that we're going to a couple hours from now because i'm gonna be cooking and working and then um, you're going to be playing and GTA twerking. and twerking. And then I'm going to go like, dinner's ready. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to watch something. What are we going to watch? I'm going to have to come up with that. Oh, God, you guys. Maybe we should watch a Game of Thrones episode. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're doing. Um, I guess that's all we got. I love you. I love you, too. I really do love the fuck out of you. David has been feeling very... <laughs> spiritually connected to you forever i'm a spirit wife you're one you're one of my many spirit wives you're my edmund kemper <laughs> gross and that. i'm your holden <laughs> yes okay perfect because you know he loves holden more than anybody he's meant to be between them two um okay we're kidding we kid we kid we kid no we don't those that's those are people on the show yeah um all right, well, oh, mom and dad are, I closed my computer. I'm just going to do it. By memory. Mom and dad are stoned is made by me and you and you and me. That's Catherine and Blavid. That's you can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Subscribe to our iPad. Our, our iPad. Subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Um, or review on iTunes. On iTunes, and because do you know why? Because that shit helps. Oh my god, you don't even know. And yes, a lot please. of you have been doing it and not leaving reviews, and which is fine. We like that. Thank you. But if you want to write some words, that'd be cool too. And they whatever they like. Okay, here let's let's. What can we possibly say that would force them to write something? Nothing. I don't want to force anybody to do anything. God. Follow David on Instagram. He loves getting it followers. It makes him gleeful and joyful. I do. It, it does. I'm, I do. <laughs> um, you can follow him at CO Weed Grower. That's yeah. at Colorado Weed Grower. Follow me everywhere at the Stoner Mom. Do it. The people. The. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll Bye. talk to you next week. 
with another exciting and wonderful and super stoned and insightful and insightful episode of the award winning so many Emmy nominated yeah BAFTA fucking (laughs) approved (laughs) 100% yes mom and dad are stoned bye we'll talk to you next week and tell them be safe be responsible Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye.